0: continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. What do we say? We're talking
1: about our, our dating lives. Okay. <laughs> hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I don't know probably hanging out and watching Netflix. Yeah. I don't get out of my pajamas for just anybody.
0: (laughs) Well, you don't need to really get to know them anymore because there's somebody right behind them. You just keep swiping and you'll find somebody else. I'm Kim Burns. And I'm Shannon O'Brien. And it's a date.
1: Hi, Kimmy. Hi, Shan. How are you?
0: (laughs) I'm well. I've missed you. We haven't done one of these in a while.
1: I know. I'm so excited to be back. And we're kicking it off today with something that you have probably seen all over your social media feeds, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Pinterest, you name it. Crystals
0: are everywhere. Everywhere. And you don't even know when you see them. People wear them around their necks Mm -hmm. and you just think maybe it's just a pretty necklace. But there's a lot more behind that crystal
1: than you think. And can they help you find love?
0: Oh, I hope so. Let's introduce our lovely guest. All right, we have Lauren Merriman here, and she is actually, I know her because I know her husband. We've known each other since we were children, and Lauren and I were um, talking, she's um, starting this awesome private club in Kansas City for Women called The Nell, which we'll talk about more on a different podcast, probably when it opens, um, because I'm sure we can do something about, you know. Love in the Nell.
2: Yeah, definitely. definitely.
0: (laughs) And so anyway, so we were talking about the Nell. Um, I'm going to join the club. And when we were, you know, doing my interview, um, I had asked her how she met Jack because Jack is a friend of mine from a long time ago. And she was telling me and then she started talking about crystals and how, you know, she manifested love in her life. And I'm not going to talk too much about that because I'll let Lauren do it. But I was like. Fascinated, and I was like, You have to come on. It's It's a date. It's a date. Right. Um, So, Lauren, so kind of tell us just briefly a little bit about crystals and how they work.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think the thing to focus on is by using them in combination with rituals such as intention setting, visualization, and manifestation, you're able to um, create and be in control of your own reality. Um, So, using them. to but well by working with ones that are specific to whatever your goals are and your intentions, um, that helps you. If if that is love, then that helps you kind of open your heart, heal emotional issues, um, and leads you to find value in yourself and others. Okay,
1: you brought us two of these because, of course, this is yes. the, it's a date podcast, yes. so we want to know about love. So tell us what is the love stone and how does this help.
2: There are several different kinds of love stones. It's really you're working with your own situation. So whether it is um, healing your um, heart, broken heart, broken heart yeah, crystals for relationships, growing those relationships, facilitating um, different things things in those relationships, um, attracting love, you'll, you're going to use a different kind of stone. Those specifically are rose quartz and rose quartz open your heart center. They restore love and trust and they keep love and trust in balance. Um, I think that those are, are great stones to keep in your bedroom. Um, they teach, oui, oui. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They teach self love and how to love others. Um, but that's definitely like the bedroom stone. In my own personal experience, um, when we moved to Kansas City, I felt like the energy in our bedroom was not perfect. I felt like my husband went to bed cranky, he woke up cranky, and we were just kind of missing something. I was in Tucson at the gym show and I bought a beautiful quartz crystal that had uh rutilated rose quartz in it and I brought it home I cleaned it. I think that's an important thing. Shannon and I had talked about keeping your stones clean. I personally believe, and a lot of people who work with stones believe, that um, they pick up energy. Whoever touches them, they're around them. Your stones are your personal things. So you really want them to have your energy, not everybody else's Mm -hmm. emotional baggage with them. So um, the best most holistic way is just waiting for a full moon, leaving them in a window where they'll get that natural energy from the moon. And um, that's a great way to keep them clean. But I think... um
0: You you put them in your bedroom when you moved here because the mojo was not working.
2: (laughs) And I think that that's what made me a big believer in using them as well as my husband. You know, whenever somebody... Jack believes in this? Jack's a huge... Was a huge doubter. He's not, you know, a holistic guy. It wasn't something he grew up with. But it's undeniable once you you know, use something and you actually see like positive change. And almost immediately is when we noticed it, just the vibe in our bedroom changed and it's never gone back. We've never, that's not a cranky space for us. It's a really beautiful space for us. And yeah, you can't deny it.
1: Wow. That is awesome. So where do you get these? Do you have to go dig them out of the ground yourself? Do they sell them online? Should you be leery of where you're getting them?
2: You know, you can buy them anywhere. You can buy them from Etsy to Amazon. You can be gifted them. You can go into different rock stores. I definitely think that the big thing is, is when you're looking for a stone, unless it's gifted to you, really think about what your intentions are, what you want to use it for, and let that stone, you know, kind of call to you or whatever you're go with whatever you're being drawn to. Um, again, the big thing is making sure that that stone is clean. So if you bring it home... And it's not doing anything, or you feel like you're just, you know, something kind of bad keeps happening over and over again, clean your stone and see if that, like, changes. Okay, speaking of gifting, you brought two stones here
0: to gift us, and Kim and I, one of them, and they they look different, but they're the same quartz, but what I'd like you to do, since you're gifting them to us, instead of us choosing them, why don't you choose which one you think is should go to each of us
2: yeah i think right right like this i would take the heart one and this one the
1: rough edges
2: (laughs) (laughs) i just think it doesn't shock anybody (laughs) does (laughs) it I just think, yeah, you're so soft and smooth, and I just think that one. But either way, those are what I call um, meditation stones. So those are the size that you hold in your hand Mm -hmm. and use while you're setting intentions, while you're visualizing what you want, and while you're uh, manifesting what you're looking for in your life. So
1: since these are pink quartz, if someone's looking for love, could they actually, like, would it be helpful if they wore a pendant or something that would be close to their
2: heart? Totally. I mean, in general, um, women who work with stones are definitely known to, I keep them in my bra when I'm traveling, especially if I want to have like a travel stone with me, if I'm trying to attract something or keep a clear mind, I'll keep Mm. quartz in my bra. So um, men can keep them in their pockets. I think the most powerful thing is having them touching your skin. So it's always, you know, what you feel like and how you want to work with it. They're your reminder of what your intentions are and what you're looking for and your connection to this life and this planet. But keeping it with you and letting it work with you how you want it to work with you is, you know, how it's your decision. So, Talking, so go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you're rough, girl. You got, I don't know what you're going to do I'm
1: just going to jump you right You better right go. Um, so... If someone's listening to this saying, this is a bunch of hooey, you know, whatever, this sort of thing has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Definitely. Talk a little bit about Definitely, yeah.
2: The Egyptians buried their dead with quartz to protect them into their journey into the afterlife. In ancient India, they used amber um, as, as medicinally to bring back balance to the body. And the Greeks described stones as a sure remedy against every earthly woe. Um, So historically, civilizations have been using them forever for healing. Wow, that's interesting.
0: So what's the deal? Where did they get their mojo? Like, they come from the earth. So is it energy from the earth? Is it...
2: Yeah, they're literal remnants of the earth that are thought to hold the wisdom of millions of years. Um, You know, there isn't a lot of science to back that up, but it's undeniable when you're holding a small piece of earth um that there is something extremely medicinal about that.
0: Scientific in your bedroom it was.
2: Yeah, right? totally. <laughs> totally. I mean, yeah. You're Execute on your, what, something and, and- <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Every woman in Kansas City is gonna have a pink quartz in their bedroom. Uh-huh. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean other places you can put them is doing like a stone altar. So like in my bathroom, for example, I have a little shelf. And I have all of, um, you know, a lot of different crystals up there, but I also have gifts people have brought home to me from travels, um, little pieces of art or drawings. I keep some sage, some Palo Santo, um, just special things to me, Uh, fortunes, little fortune cookie uh, things, but I kind of keep them there and have an altar that I use. And um, it just reminds me of kind of everything that I'm trying to manifest in my life and bring into my life.
0: So let's talk about manifestations versus, um, uh, just hard work and, you know, um, Desire, things like that, because somebody asked me a question this morning. How is a manifestation different than just hard work? And I think there is a difference, is there not?
2: Totally, it's manifesting means bringing a goal into being simply by speaking it out loud. You can manifest a new relationship. You can ma- manifest better finances, more confidence, less stress, etc. Um, I think that the true change begins when you speak your truth and send a message into the universe that you're ready for change. And does
0: that kind of guide your actions from there on? Because I think some people have a hard time with the word manifestation because, um, you know, if you speak it and you put it out there and just kind of sit back, I don't know if some people really believe something's going to happen. So does that just help you go on a path to be able to... um, get what you're manifesting or is it truly just comes from your desire
2: yeah um i think that you can is that- get there different ways yeah. i guess um it I, I think that manifestation and visualization kind of come hand in hand. If you want to call something into being visualize it for visualizing it first and full context of your life and how it will look in your life is going to be a very powerful tool to actually make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, another trend that we're seeing a lot of right now is these mood boards, right? Or manifestation mm-hmm. boards. Um, and people often, I have people tell me all the time, you know, it's so crazy. I... I even saved this house on Instagram and now I'm moving into a house that looks very similar to that. Um, I think it is, yeah, putting your intentions out to the universe, recognizing what they are um, and letting that be known to the universe. I think that the true change begins, um, again, when when you take hold of your future and you um cosmically set it into yeah. you know into being. Well, I
0: think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just another it kind of gives another me some tool. hope. I know. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You're going to hang that around your neck? Oh, it's going in my bra <laughs> right now, mama. <laughs> it's going to stay there.
2: Yeah. Um, I think something important to talk about, though, is starting with self-love, obviously. Mm -hmm. That, in my personal um, experience, was how I got to where I was in my own relationship. I didn't necessarily use stones, but I knew that I had to, like, get to a place where I was really, like, happy with myself, single. I loved myself. I loved being on my own to open my heart to the um, possibility of love. Mm -hmm. And um, some stones that you can use to bring self-love into your life would be sunstone. The yellow color represents the sun, allowing your true self to shine through while stimulating personal power, strength, and leadership abilities. Tiger's eye is also really helpful. It it, helps you recognize your needs and those of others. Um, it's an ideal stone for anyone who's not in a committed relationship. It's great to use when you're ready for change, and you're helping reach beyond your known capabilities. Um, it can help you break through any of those personal barriers um, or walls that you've built, and it also attracts more positive-minded people into your life. So
0: I've heard the tiger stone is super powerful. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, and isn't
0: that
1: the one that can help, like, um, if you're like trying to become more athletic or more in shape isn't it that is that thing I mean else? totally
2: because you're reaching past right. what your known capabilities are so you know you think you can achieve something and this helps you get even further past that right. And would you, like, stick
0: that in your bra, too, or somewhere?
2: Hell, yes. 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 Put them anywhere. i I have,
0: like, 18 stones in my bra. Yes. My breasts are going to get noticeably larger.
2: Yeah. You know, the one thing I I suggest is just taking those out before you walk through Air Force Security, because I've definitely been stopped going through. Oh, my god. Yeah, totally. Empty those out into, like, a little baggie before you go through. that's, that's That's great.
0: So um, once, so tell us your story. Um, you were living in Chicago, yes, right? Um, single, yes. Not really ready to mingle, or ready to mingle?
2: Totally ready to mingle, but not ready for a committed relationship.
0: Got it. Okay. So, and tell us kind of how you met Jack, and how and your transformation from ready to mingle, but not ready for anything serious to now you're sitting here pregnant with your sixth child.
2: Yeah. Not that I wasn't ready for anything serious. I just wasn't expecting it when it came to me. Um, I was still on the path of just making sure I was really enjoying my own personal life, um, feeling comfortable. And like the first opportunity I really had of being, you know, just free. And, um, I was really young when I, we got married, I think I was like 25 or 26, um, but I definitely was using manifestation. You know, I knew I wanted love. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, heard, when I was young, I went to a camp and the founder of the camp, you know, kind of worked with us um, on different um just different spirituality things, I guess. And I remember her saying at like a, you know, from from now on, you know, like at a young age, put put out, put in your prayer basically, that you're looking for your soulmate, somebody who will compliment you in all of these, you know, in whatever way you're looking for. Prayer to me, I'm very spiritual. Um is basically manifestation. Yeah. It's putting those intentions out. So I did, you know, every night go home and kind of say, I, I am waiting for the universe to send me this partner this person who will complement everything that i have going on and you know like i my heart is open and ready to accept it when it finds it so i think that um yeah like manifestation is what led me there i i got a small tattoo um on my wrist and it's actually in white ink because it was a personal thing. It Uh wasn't to like show the world. It was really a reminder to myself. You can kind of see it. They really fade over the years right here.
0: Can you see it more when you get tan?
2: You can see it more when you get tan, but of course like the inside of my wrist is not like a place that I (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it says love myself and it was to remind myself constantly like you need to love yourself don't be hard on yourself no negative self-talk and I knew that when I was really like in love with myself was when I was putting myself in the best position to attract love
0: and it's not loving yourself like walking around like I'm the best with a big ego (laughs) it's really more of a spiritual thing yes Mm -hmm. exactly so where'd you meet Jack
2: I um, was set up on a blind date with Jack. Mm. Yeah. So did
1: you know immediately? Were you like...
2: Th- no, absolutely not. Like, I think I told Shannon I was like... Take the he pink was- quartz
1: out of my bra. I found him. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. Um, I actually felt like he was not my type. Um, you know, you see something for yourself ahead of time. And I think I really had thought like... Uh, I don't know. I, I was just... I had expected something different. I wasn't expecting him. I definitely remember when I first looked at his eyes, though, I remember when we made first, you know, eye contact mm-hmm. kind of like having this weird step back feeling. And I was like, Oh, I feel like I know him. There was something definitely there. But, um, as soon as he started talking, it was like, Oh no, he's not my type. And then, um, he just ended up growing on me. Like he pursued me. He knew what he wanted and that was really helpful. Um, yeah, in getting us there,
0: that's great. So he, he he had contacted you, and were you like kind of like, eh?
2: Um, <laughs> <I> <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Just, yeah, no, I was just. It was so different. He's he's four years older than me, and I was dating, and I was just kind of, ex- just yeah I wasn't expecting it when it happened and he he kept asking me out on dates and then I ended up moving to Las Vegas I was running my um I had a full service music management PR A&R firm I was running it out of Vegas and it was really cute because um when I moved there I had told him you know I really don't want to date anybody seriously right now I'm still just trying to figure out what I'm doing and um he sent me an email and it had a spreadsheet of all of these Southwest flights that he had booked round trip for like two or three months out. You know, they had like a sale on flights and he was like, I'm going to take full advantage of this. So he sent me his itinerary and he was like, so we're going on dates all of these weekends basically. And that was really like that, that spoke to me. I thought like, okay, he's, he's really like taking action to pursue me and show me that, um, he wants to, to, to be with me. And that was Do you really... you hear that,
0: boys? <laughs> yeah. Do you hear that, men? Do you hear that anybody who isn't a <laughs> male gender? Anybody yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's so beautiful. How? So, I didn't know Jack was that sweet. Like, yeah. He was always a sweet guy, but that's really romantic.
2: Yeah, it was it's really romantic.
0: romantic. Oh, my... quote quartz stone in my bra is like weeping right is it, now. He,
2: is it warming up? I, it so is. I do feel like when you use them skin to skin, a lot of times like you'll feel it more activated if, if it's warm. And um, yeah, there's just something really magical when that happens. When you feel that warm stone, you kind of feel like, wow, I activated that. Yeah. And yeah, it's working for me.
0: So then you and Jack um, end up falling in love and getting married and you use the quartz stone in your bedroom to kind of change the mood in there. and Yeah, there. and
2: now we use stones all over the house. I mean, we have different things everywhere, tons of quartz crystal, because that's a great, you know, just conductor of powerful, you know, positive energy. Um, we do a lot of amethyst. Um, that really is to help you kind of get to know the best you. We want those things for our children, too. Um, they actually have some little quartz quartz, um, Manifesting stones like the one I gave you, the heart ones, Uh they use those at night when they want to calm down. Like if somebody's having a breakdown, I'll hand a little heart to them. And that's kind of instead of going into like a timeout corner, she'll, you know, they'll go upstairs and get into a quiet space and just kind of like rub on that stone. It feels good. And again, they're learning at an early age, even though they don't know it, um, how to use that to... set set intentions basically Mm -hmm. like calming themselves down and yeah resetting the button yeah yeah
0: so we've got the rose quartz um which is one of the love stones are there other love stones Mm -hmm.
2: I think pink tourmaline is really important it brings all kinds of love into your life it transforms um energy to foster a positivity and openness um, those things really help you in the preparation of finding your soulmate, you know, drawing uh, drawing them to you. Um, crystals for people who are already in relationships are moonstone, lapis lazuli, adventuring. The moonstone keeps peace and facil- facilitates listening, as does the lapis. Um, it also, uh, the adventuring dissolves negative feelings or stress. Um, it promotes loyalty and bliss and things oh. like unconditional love. Um, if you're dealing with a broken heart and you're trying to, you know, come back from that, malachite and rhodonite are both really powerful stones. Now,
0: is this—so when you're talking about if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and you're— um, <clears throat> you know, trying to manifest some of these things that you were just talking about. Do both parties have to buy into this? No, and carry no absolutely Jack not. Jack
1: didn't buy into it
0: forever.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, definitely not. Kid number not.
1: six, he's <laughs>
2: buying it now. <laughs> yeah, no, you're making an, a personal investment in yourself by utilizing them and working with them. And I think um, when your actions speak love and show love, then that's what you draw back to you. Okay. Um, it's the law of attraction, I think. So um, this is about you changing yourself mm. and
0: using what these stones give off from the universe.
2: Yeah. I mean, for example, with my situation with Chuck, it may be very well that I was doing something, uh, and I'm not saying it for sure was, but I mean, I could have been doing something that triggered stress for him or... Um, Whatever it was, but just putting it in there and me believing that this space had become a more sacred space and a more loving space. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what set into motion it actually becoming that kind of space. Right,
0: right. And the energy coming off of these helps you do that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. That's so So great. they're
0: conductors, basically.
2: Yes, conductors of energy.
0: I just took this one out of my bra and it's like on fire hot. Well, of course it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? So um, are there other stones that we need to know about um, that are good for for doing this? Or are those kind of a good list for people to start with? Uh,
2: I think we kind of went over it um, with self-love. I don't know if we talked about it, but praise you, light, fosters um, self-acceptance and compassion and clears away negative energy from the mind, body, and spirit. Um, We... Kind of talked about the major stones for each of the things that you could be going through with love, but there's there are stones for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought with me a copy of.
1: Are your arm's really strong from w- carrying around the <laughs> <like right. stones. laughs> um,
2: Love is in the earth. This is a really um, great crystal guide. In case you're just like starting to work with crystals, mm-hmm. it gives you. It's kind of like a dictionary for crystals. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a stone for everything under the sun. So my
0: personality is, like, if I get into this, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I need this stone for this, and I need this stone for this, and I need this stone for this, and I'm literally going to have, like, (laughs) a million stones in my bra or sitting around my house. Uh, Is this something that... Like, do you have to carry the loved one all the time to manifest love? Do you have to carry the amethyst all the time to manifest what it manifests? Or can you just spend time with them?
2: Think of them as reminders. So if you feel like you extra need them, then that's when you're carrying it with you. Um, you know, my stones that are in my bedroom don't come with me. They're a bigger size than what we we're talking about. So, you know, a b- huge stone going to mm-hmm. be more of a house stone. Something small would be something you take with you. I don't always take stones with me everywhere. Um, I definitely do when I'm traveling. Um, but for the most part, if I'm not leaving my home, I feel like I have that power to come home to all of the time. Um, so I think, though, with the collecting, you said, you know, you could go overboard. And, of course, you go in. You're like, oh, I need this. I need this. Yeah. But to remember when you're looking at stones to hone in on what your body feels like it needs, you know, what your, what your heart is gravitating towards. And often for me, that ends up drawing me to, like, one stone that I'll leave with or sometimes none. Sometimes nothing's really calling to me. So you don't need something specific. You don't go look for a stone to um, – to, yeah, your change ills. your, yeah, <laughs> bring money into your life. You know, if you're in the stone store and that's, you know, a certain stone's calling to you, pick it up, feel how it feels in your hand. Usually there are little cards or indexes or someone you can ask, what kind of stone is this? You can Google always what its uh, metaphysical power is. Um, but you... Um, it's more important, like, what your body's feeling. Like, I think anything's going to conduct what you're, you know, again, trying to to visualize and whatever your intentions are, wherever your intentions are.
0: So it seems to me that, you know, the power of these stones is, you know, uh, and the power of our intuition and things, that perhaps if you're in a stone store, you're just kind of led to what you need.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Is that right? Yes. Or yeah. attracted to intuitive. what you need. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're all intuitive. So it's really... Um, opening your heart to what you're looking for. And I think that that's why visualization is so important. Um, You know, visualizing your your future is very similar to setting your intentions and manifesting. Um, It's a way to wield your own magic, if Mm -hmm. you will. Um, I think that the true change comes from when you do the work. So... You know, a stone isn't going to fix it, but doing all of the preparation um, in your heart and in your body and in your mind, spirit. And really thinking that through and
1: thinking through what exactly you do want and then putting that out there.
0: So for the ladies and gentlemen who are, um,
1: and the girls and boys, because I'm,
0: I consider myself a girl still. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, so for the folks out there who, you know, are ready for love or maybe would like it, but aren't quite ready, uh, where should they start with these stones to kind of start this manifestation process?
2: I would start with a rose quartz. I think it is really easily found. Um, it is the ultimate love stone. Um, if you're looking for, um, if you're ready for that change, um, and you're looking for love, that's a great way to, that's just a great beginner stone and a great way to start. Mm-hmm. That, or just a beautiful quartz crystal, that'll help kind of clear the mind and help you really figure out what exactly you're looking for. Um, grab yourself a rose quartz, hold on to it, close your eyes, and start visualizing exactly like what you want in your life. And um,
0: Can you get as specific as visualizing a certain person
2: who you'd like to be with?
0: Or is it more I'm not of an idea? An of?
2: expert on that. I mean, maybe, but to, in my experience, like I want what the universe sends me. Mm-hmm. And that was what was the most surprising about finding my husband. I wasn't expecting someone that looked or talked or acted like him, um, but that's what the universe sent me. And that ended up being perfect for me. Mm-hmm. So when I manifest and when I pray, I always am really careful not to do anything super specific. I ask the universe to send me what the universe has planned for me um, because I think that that will be the safest route for my heart.
0: You know, there's a, there's a saying or a, a question, I guess, so about the question is how do you make God mad or no, excuse me? How do you make God laugh? God, <laughs> not mad. How do you make God laugh?
2: How? Yeah.
0: Tell him your plans. <laughs>
2: exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So is that kind of yeah, like totally. that Totally. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. So go into it, um, just with a really open mind and an open, you know, open heart, and try and figure out what you want. And again, they're they're not. It may it may all be BS, but it is something that's helping facilitate change within you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's when just they- the old saying of you get back what you give. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, what was that
0: book that was written?
2: Plant corn, get corn.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> What was the book that was written years ago um, that was all the rage about put what you put out you get back?
2: You oh, that? the secret. The secret, yes. right? So yes. it's kind of totally. like that principle. Totally. This is just an a, a enhancer. A stone. Think of mm-hmm. a stone as an enhancer. They will enhance your experience um, that you have with love.
0: So start with the rose quartz, and then what's the next one?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I'm in a hurry here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's got one on the left side of her bra. She needs something for the right side.
2: Yeah, I mean, any of those, the tiger's eye would be gray, a clear quartz. But, you know, I really just suggest that rose quartz um, and let everything else call to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go into a store, store, just, you know, clear your mind, set your intentions, see what calls to you, see what feels good in your hand. Um, I think you'll be really surprised. I have a friend who gave me this little bag of stones, you know, and and everything is important and sentimental to me. But she said, I walked into the stone store, you know, I kind of felt around. I was just saying, you know, help me figure out what Lauren needs right now and what would be great for Lauren. And, um... She, that's what she, this is what she ended up giving me and there's actually it's a little bag of quartz and it also has some um, c- uh, citrine and some um, oh what is this carnelian um, but those are just great protective stones mm-hmm. um, So maybe at the time I needed to mm-hmm. protect myself um, in some way guard my heart in some way mm-hmm. and maybe I was traveling that's always a Good thing Mm -hmm. to feel protected when you're traveling. I have a lot of travel anxiety, so I definitely, that's one of the things I use stones Mm -hmm. the most for, actually, (laughs) is um, traveling. And it works for you? Yeah, I mean, I I use uh, also... Different things, like um, like if I'm on the airplane, I'll, I'll pick up a Carnelian or Free something. Free drink cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, drinking on airplanes gives me more anxiety. Oh, like, uh-huh. all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, I'll sit here, I'll rub on the stone, and I'll say something like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that brings a certain calmness to myself. Um, I did write down this little mantra. Um, so say your you've got your rose quartz and you're in your bedroom um, or you're just trying to somewhere where you're setting your intentions. This is kind of just an example of an affirmation and it says um, my life is full of love. I attract love into my life and I am a magnet for love. Saying things like that Mm -hmm. is again, speaking out to the universe what what you're looking for, what you want. And um, uh, so I think it's good to find a little mantra if something calls to you, saying that while you're working with your stone.
0: That's awesome.
2: It is awesome.
0: So besides the rose quartz in your bedroom, because I'm thinking about my house, oh, my house got struck by lightning Ooh. during that storm the yeah, other morning. Yeah, maybe
2: you put a little malachite in there.
0: I, so I need things just to make my house, I mean, I love my house.
2: You have a
1: great house. It's
0: great. But I need, I'd like to have, now that we're talking about this, some things in my house to just make it the perfect place, you know? And not get struck by lightning. (laughs) What is the
1: purple stone? Is that Mm -hmm. amethyst? Mm. And what does that do? Because my um, ex-mother-in-law gave that to one of my daughters. Like, when we were talking about doing this segment, I was like, oh, wow. I wonder if that's what that is. And she... Oh, yeah, she had has an amethyst in there, I think.
2: Do you have yeah. amethyst in your Um I didn't one? actually bring amethyst with me, but it is one of the stones that I use in my home, and it is, you know, actually a really popular... That's a cl- clear quartz. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the difference between, like, the pyramids and Wait, the... Oh, this one? Oh, that is an amethyst. Yeah, yeah okay, I, I did thought. bring an amethyst with me. Yeah. Um, I'm actually looking up the exact definition of an amethyst because the, it is, like, such a... I use it for tranquility and peace. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you start getting into, like, this dictionary of stones, it's because they've been used for so long and by so many different cultures and societies, um, there are, I mean, just a million different ways to use this. Here we are looking at... um, balances energy of intellectual and emotional and physical bodies, provides clear connection between the earth plane and other worlds. It's a stone of spirituality and contentment. Um, I mean, kind of the list goes on. I would say it's one of the super stones with quartz. Uh, I mean, well, it's a quartz-based stone in general, but it's just kind of a super stone. And it's the one that you have
0: here looks like kind of the Washington Monument. Yes. Um, And those are the... T- those are the
2: towers the yeah, towers the and those are used more as conductor <laughs> you stones you I not that would be maybe a pokey situation
1: <laughs> yeah so you put these in your home and, and how do you describe that like energy tower
2: mm-hmm. um Yeah, I mean, like, see the tip to it is, you know, points out. So it's really something to distribute its energy, whereas this, you know, you hold Mm -hmm. and really focus on your, you know, meditation there. This says that, you know, consciously holding amethyst allows one to activate the energy and produce realignment of the body, the energy of the body, while providing stimulus to rectify disassociation between the aspects of cause and effect. I mean, I don't even know what that means, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something good. Something good. With the super stone.
2: Something great. And speaking,
0: okay, so of these stones, so you, your stones are here and I'm actually holding one of your stones mm-hmm. right now. That's yours, the amethyst. Mm-hmm. Should you let people hold your stones or do you, should you just have your energy on that stone and, you know, have it be yours.
2: Your energy practitioner would obviously let somebody else work with the stone to use it. I think your stones should pretty much be your own. You don't want to really pick up anybody else's energy. If I felt like I had a friend in need, I'd probably gift her a stone Mm -hmm. um, rather than just let her borrow one of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, If somebody were borrowing mine and I brought it back and I just wasn't feeling the energy, I would just do a good cleaning. And you don't have to wait... Um, for a full moon, you can do. Um, selenite is another stone. If you keep it near or keep it on a box of stones, it's thought to clear out negative energy um, from your stones. Uh, again, there is the saging and the Palo Santo. I personally don't what is use Palo
1: Santo. You've said that a, a couple wood. of times. It's a
2: wood. Okay. It's a it's a wood from the Palo Santo tree, and people will burn it, and that incense um, kind of clears spaces.
1: Okay.
0: Could you use that in your house, just like in an incense jar or something like that? You, as can you just
2: light it, and it's really nice. Um, I don't use those in my practice any longer because Palo Santo has become so trendy that it's now becoming, you know, the tree is now becoming extinct. Mm. Um, so that's why I like to use the good, what I call the OG method, which is that moonlight. Yeah. Um, I was told by a stone practitioner once that, if you left it out to absorb that natural moonlight, that that was a really beautiful way to clean your stone. There's some people who submerge them in water and then we'll use that water later to take a bath in or just use kind of like holy water. Um, some people will drink it, you know, it's just kind of like filling mm-hmm. your body. Oh, another trend I've seen recently and that I subscribe to are the the crystal water bottles. Uh, I think Vital, Vital Life makes some and they actually have like a little um, spear at the bottom and they have different crystal combinations. One of my favorite um, is one that has quartz and some um, sun, 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 sunstone, sorry. And um, you fill your water around that little dome. It's in a crystal and that's
1: then you drink yeah you drink it that's awesome that's
2: so cool and who's that by um I think vital life is the name of the company but um look up crystal water glasses crystal like water bottles um I know Bijen was selling them for a while but I love it I don't again I don't know if it's a placebo Mm. or what but I totally feel the energy Mm -hmm. (laughs) going into me and um even my husband like subscribes to that, and mm-hmm. I would say he's like a total Midwesterner. Yeah, yeah. man Jack believes it. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a canteen in our bedroom. They make like a bigger one, so not like just the portable one. And we have quartz, and it has like just a tiny bit of diamond in that one, and. Um, they and, you know, I don't know if he just likes the way it looks or what, but he keeps it full and he prefers his water out of out there. Of and he, yeah,
1: <laughs> what does speaking of what does the diamond?
2: Um, the diamond is just signify. a great power stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great for trying to um, enhance finances, um, clarity, lots of great stuff. Um But I actually, I don't love the diamond for me. So Mm -hmm. um, I've noticed it with a few stones. I also have noticed it with um, garnet. When I wear garnet, I feel like I kind of have bad luck. Um, Sometimes Mm -hmm. people say that. There are just Mm -hmm. certain stones that don't work for certain people. And that doesn't mean it won't work for someone else. That's just my personal situation. So I don't really wear my wedding ring often um I actually wear a band of sapphires usually and those um just feel better for me That's so interesting.
0: Mm. Oh, my God. So Kim and I are big talkers. And have you noticed that we have not been talking very much? I know. We're listening. (laughs) listening. We're just staring at you,
1: listening to what you're saying. This is awesome. I'm excited. We will report back to you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, We'll have
0: to do a follow-up podcast. Absolutely. I mean,
2: just remember that you have to be a believer in in that power. If you're, you know, obviously you're not going to work with one if you don't believe in it. But believe in what you're putting into it. And I think that that's that positive energy coming back this isn't
1: sacrilegious this isn't
2: no i mean i consider here i've got my virgin of guadalupe on like i'm definitely a very religious person Mm. it's just again uh an enhancer yeah it's the earth it's natural you're putting your intentions into something you're holding a little piece of earth that keeps you grounded Mm. um there's i don't think in my opinion anything sacrilegious about that
1: right yeah i agree
2: all right well
0: you know where mine is. <laughs> okay, <Who cares? laughs> let's, let's do this little thing. Yeah, let's thing. do it so they can hear it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can hear that? You stone that. clap, stone <laughs> clap.
0: Nice. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much. Yeah. Is there anything that we didn't ask you mm-hmm. that you think is important?
2: Um, no. I mean, oh, one thing I also brought with me just to... Talk about where uh, my oracle cards. You can order these on Amazon, pick them up at Borders, whatever. Um, I like to read these to myself in the morning or at night or in the bath, and I even read them to friends. Um, the same thing, it's a, a deck of cards. I would basically pick out mine at random, however mm-hmm. I feel. I usually do them in fours. So I do a future, I mean, a past, a present, and a future card, and then I just do, I ask the Deck a question, you can ask the deck whatever you want, and that's my fourth card, and that re- kind of reveals that I can do a reading for you guys uh, before we leave once we're done with this. But um, what
0: do you have reading right
2: now? Do you want me to? Yeah. Okay. For sure. How, um, much should,
0: how long does it take? Oh, just a few minutes. Oh, okay.
2: Um, I just really like them. If you kind of look in this specific one, I use the gui- Goddess Guidance Guidebook, um, but it basically says, dedicated to the spirit and power and beauty of the goddess that exists within every woman, may the goddess reawaken and bring feminine balance and energy to the world. May our feminine strengths and intuition uh, nurture fully. Okay. The, uh, can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah.
0: Kim's going to scoot out because she's got to sure. be on the noon show, but I want to do a reading Yeah. Um, for
1: me. How about? Yeah. Well, why don't we do a second podcast and we can do readings and talk more about this? Yeah, we could do you that You want to too. do that? Yeah, definitely. Bam. Bam. Yeah, then I don't miss out.
2: <laughs> yeah, perfect. FOMO. <laughs> perfect. Let's right. do that.
0: Well, Lauren, thanks so much for coming. We really, really appreciate it. And this has been really fascinating. Thank and we'll come back again yes. and do the cards. Yeah,
2: definitely.
0: And uh, kind of continue on with our journeys. Yeah,
2: definitely. Let's do that. Thank you
1: so much. It was awesome meet you. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to It's a Date or any of the other podcasts that are part of the Tribune Audio Network.
0: You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, or Spotify. Or give the Foxboard Podcast Facebook page a like and we'll let you know anytime a new episode is posted. Just search Foxboard Podcasts on Facebook. Until next time, it's a date.